What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of Arsenio's ESL Podcast. Baby, here we go. Season, of course, number five. I need to just stop saying the season. You guys already know what season it is. I'm craving cookies right now. I just had to tell you guys that. Episode number seven, vocabulary preview reading for the text. Guys, we're going to be doing a very, very long reading. You better get ready because it's going to get filthy up in here. This reading is so good. There's a lot of things that we need to discuss before, and we're going to be ju- we're going to be doing just so much over the course of this season. But it's just going to keep you on your toes. But today, I just want to uh, t- this is just like a prelude to the big reading that I'm going to, of course, present to you and speak about. It's called Online Friends, okay? And this is going to be coming up on, of course, tomorrow's podcast. So here are some definitions for the words in bold. You guys will be able to see it on my blog, thearseniobuckshow.com. And again, you're going to have to match it with the definitions, although I'm possibly going to give you the definitions anyways. But nonetheless, this is really good. So let's talk about an acquaintance. So this is in relations to, of course, online friends. Now, an acquaintance... Guys, this is something I have a lot of, okay? So, I really don't, I don't really look at myself as having really, really close friends. You know, I did look at my best friend, Elisa, to be my very, very best friend, although she wasn't there for me in the most pinnacle moments of my life. So, I kind of keep her on my outer circle, as well as my close friend Andre, because I know that Andre and I were not on the same wavelengths. Although you guys heard the unbelievable podcast that Andre and I had, it was probably the deepest I've ever gone in any international guest speaking podcast uh, versus my personal development podcast doing, you know, the one recently with Bria, which, oh God, that was a tough one to do because, boy, she had a story, a tough one. And of course, last year, the most compelling story ever that made me, Almost cry while live. David Morrill, the guy that hiked seven of the tallest mountains on the seven continents around the world. And so, again, when it comes to acquaintances, what was I even talking about? I don't even know how I got to that. But let's get, let's come back. Let's come back. Let's come back. Let's come back. Let's come to Earth. Okay, so here we go. Acquaintances. Andre. All right. Amazing individual. Love him. But Andre and I, I feel like he's more of an acquaintance. I feel like he's not there for me. But you know what? I do believe that I do have inner circle people that I know will be there for me all the time. You know, there's a girl out here by the name of Dew that I know. She's amazing. Anna in Vietnam. Um, I have another friend out here by the name of Poor. And I also have a a wide range of contacts uh, that I can talk to in case things do get a little bit crazy. So I'm very, very grateful for that. Uh, Also, you know, in my circle of personal development, I have a massive range of a lot of amazing individuals. And I'm very, very grateful for it. Now, with acquaintances, it's kind of like people I see at the gym. I see them, hey, what's up, man? Yeah, everything's good. Cool, man. You know, there's this lady by the name of Pee-Poo. Okay, Pee means older in Thai. And Poo is her nickname. I know it sounds like poo-poo, like you know what I mean. Uh, defecation, but Pooh is an amazing individual. She is actually, and we created even more of a bond because it's so funny. We had a very odd acquaintance uh, relationship uh, in the beginning stages because I was just trying to be 
a very happy-go-lucky guy at the beginning of 2018. And she wasn't very talkative, and she was very standoffish. She gave me the cold shoulder, and I don't, I don't particularly like the cold shoulder. So I didn't speak to her for four months, although we were working out in the same class for four months until she finally broke the ice and came up to me. And I said, oh, you want to speak to me now, don't you? But nonetheless, it feels like we've created just a minor friendship. It's kind of like a friendship in terms of working out. You know, another guy is by the, uh, he goes by the name of Benz. You guys who follow me on Instagram probably see the crazy ass stories that I always po uh, post because, you know, the trainer likes trying to kill us all the time. But nonetheless, man, those are acquaintances. Now, acquaintances, again, would you consider them to be online friends? Or do you have a deeper relationship with online friends? This is a very good discussion. It's something that needs to be talked about. So going into the next one, antisocial. Let me give you an example of a sentence. An example sentence. Research links smartphone addiction to antisocial behavior in adolescence. So adolescence, of course, ages 13, 14, 15, you know it. Antisocial behavior, smartphone addiction. I don't believe in addictions. I don't believe in drug addictions. I don't believe in smoking addiction. I don't believe in anything. It's basically predicated off thoughts. Your thoughts become things. If you do a thought over and over and over, it becomes your mainframe, right? This is what Dr. Joe Dispenza has said. It's one of the most amazing podcasts ever. He said, what happens is if you keep doing something, that behavior becomes a habit. That habit becomes your mainframe. Some people... It's kind of like, you know what, I'm in the mood right now. This mood could be both bad or good. You'd be like, okay, so why are you in the mood? It's in, in, in the mood. It's because of what someone did, like uh, what someone did to me 10 years ago. So basically, they haven't changed since that moment. So again, smartphone addiction, stuff like this, I do not necessarily agree with that. However, antisocial behavior was always there. We could look back at the 60s and 70s of America without technology. There were rapists, there were serial killers, there were things happening and making front page news all over the place. And so now, antisocial, it's all based on who you are, your five closest friends. Now, I know a lot of you wonderful Koreans, you guys listen to me, you beautiful Japanese souls, you listen to me. These are two countries where there is a lot of antisocial behavior. Why? Because you're taught not to do particular things. See, in America, we're very open, right? You go to China, they're like, why? Yeah, yeah, because they come here and they just be screaming everywhere. It's funny because Thai people, they get so angry. And I'd be like, damn, why are you angry at those people? Because they're screaming all over the place. But in their culture, that's how they communicate. Okay? If you talk about African-American culture, we love to laugh out loud. We love to have good times. Oh, so now we're just a bunch of crazy, non-behaved-ass human beings? No! Anyways, let's go back to antisocial. If we look at some of these places, of course, out there in Japan, in Korea, people, they keep their heads down. Their shoulders are rolled forward. They're not taught confidence from the very beginning stages. And this is why, yes, hopefully next year, kicking it off at the beginning of the year, that I could start doing workshops in some of these countries to start enabling these people to express themselves because when you don't express yourself that's when depression sets in so guys antisocial that's just you not talking as people just sitting on their phones guys i see antisocial all the time i see it in these kids sometimes they bow down and 
They're scared to make eye contact. I'm like, boy, look at me. Look at my eyes, boy. <laughs> no, not like that. Don't say boy. If you say boy in a really bad way, do you say it and you're Anglo and you say it to a black guy? It's really, really bad. Don't do that. Uh, but I'm just saying, I say, look at my eyes, boy. You know what I mean? Don't say it to anyone. But again, they're very, very terrified of looking in my eyes. And I'm like, come on, man. Just look in my eyes when you speak to me. See, we girls, sometimes they, they expect me to look away when I'm walking down, you know, walking anywhere. And they're just looking dead in my eyes, and I'm looking dead in their eyes. And we're going to keep on looking. And I ain't going to look away until you smile. Boom, you smiled. I win. <laughs> I'm telling you, baby, this is all confidence building. I've already done those podcasts before, and I'm going to continue doing them too. Narcissist, someone who is critics. Here we go. Of course, sentence number three. Critics are concerned that social media is turning us into narcissists, people who are obsessed with their self-image of themselves in general. That's what a narcissist is. Now, do I believe that? Absolutely not. See, critics are critics. Critics are going to be critics. Of, there are critics of black people. There are critics of all different types of religions and governments and entities and all that great stuff out there. There are going to, going to be critics in everyone's life forever, even your parents. All right? I don't believe in critics. Critics are people who were not shown love when they were young. Sorry. Now, going into narcissist. Do I believe that uh, uh, women are more prone to narcissism? Not necessarily, but you know what? It's always the women who look at my stories, who are showing their bodies half naked. They're showing their abs, their butt, their this, their that. Gary Vee would say, hey, that's all good, man. If you got a nice body, show it. Okay, fine, by all means. But if you start getting messages of horn dogs, horn dogs meaning men who are, you know, aroused, and you get these messages of all these men who are talking to you, and they're like, yeah, baby, you look sexy. And you're like, oh, my God, why are they saying this to me? It's because you're showing your, your butt. And your abs and everything about you on the internet. You're a narcissist. Stop showing your body and cover it up. No, I want to show it. Okay, show it. But you got to understand what the ramifications are. <laughs> Boy, I'm on a preaching mode today. Here we go. Number four, ties. Ties between families. Ties basically mean bonds. Adolescents, yes, you already know. These are the younger ones. But I'm going to give you the sentence for adolescents, okay? Adolescents are negatively influenced by their online peers. Now, do you agree or do you disagree? You can make this into an IELTS Part 3 question. Absolutely not. I don't agree with that. Man, I don't, re I, don't, I don't agree with that ridiculousness. That doesn't make any sense. Stop blaming. No, I'm influenced by some of the... Who was the... Oh, my God. What just happened? Bree, the girl that I just... Bria, the girl that I just brought on. She lost 16 family members in one year. Her mother had stage 4 colon cancer, dead at the age of 11. Leading up into high school, she ended up meeting a guy that put a gun to her head and, you know, abused her physically for years. And she had to stand before the court and press charges up against this man. But not the charges that we would expect her to do. Charges in terms of him getting help. Because she knew deep down inside that he was a good guy. So again... That was one of the greatest stories ever. And, you know, um, she inspired the hell out of me. Now, you go to her Instagram, of course, just Bria. She's doing amazing things in terms of NGO. But people would get the, the, the they would automatically assume, oh, she's uh, negatively influencing people because she's showing this and she's showing that. No, it's just she's confident in showing herself. Again, a lot of people will say, oh, is she a narcissist? No, listen to her. She's an amazing, 
individual. I'm talking about the women who don't communicate with their fans. I'm talking about the women who aren't even real. I'm talking about the models who just love posting pictures of their butts and even more than that. But Bria, she has influenced the hell out of me, just like David Morrill had. And guess what? Does that mean that adolescents are negatively influenced? Possibly, possibly. If you look at some of the uh, icon, uh, iconic figures out there in America, a lot of it's a bunch of BS. Am I right? Who's that Travis guy? Right? Rapper? I remember they had a guy. It's a documentary. He's like, oh, you know, if it wasn't for him, I would have killed myself. I'm like, are you serious? Travis influenced you? That's a good thing. I mean, that's good. That's good. I'm glad you didn't kill yourself. But if Travis influenced you, I think a goddamn rabbit could influence you. No offense to Travis. If Kim Kardashian influenced you, goddamn, I think a turtle could influence you. No offense. I'm just saying. A lot of people do not know about personal development and do not know about some of the greatest minds who have ever lived. Man, I'm telling you, this is why we are headed into very, very interesting times where these stories need to be broken and they need to be talked about. So adolescents, they could be positively or negatively influenced, just as PMA and MMA. What does that mean? Positive mental attitude, negative mental attitude. You choose every morning to pick up that talisman right before you leave your home and before you go about doing your things. You pick it up, you can have the P or the N. Which one do you want? So, positive mental attitude, negative mental attitude. I don't believe in negatively influence their online peers and this and that. Hey, if you see someone always say, oh, I'm in love, oh my God, I love my boyfriend, I love my boyfriend, I love my boyfriend, you can always unfollow, block, or just mute the stories in the post. Mute the stories in the post. Oh, I don't want to unfollow. Mute the stories in the post. They don't. They won't even know. Don't look at their stuff anymore. And then when you go on your yearly, the end of year purge, okay? And no, I'm not talking about killing. You can set the little things and say, okay, all right. So listen, I'm going to unfollow you because of this, because of that, because of this, because of that, because of this, because of that. Do you understand what I'm saying, people? <sighs> no more excuses. I'm done with these excuses. All right? So. Number six, nurture. That means to help. That means to baby. That means to show support to one another. So it's important to nurture both our online and offline relationships. Completely agree. You know, the, the, off, the, the online relationships I have, they're much stronger than any other offline relationship I've ever had in my life. I, oh, I, hey, you know what? Hey, listen, I do nurture both, but it just seems that if it wasn't for me and my curiosity back in 2006... And if it wasn't for me going on MySpace and switching my, my location to Japan and then seeing a girl by the name of Satomi Nakagawa, who I befriended, and she ended up visiting me in Las Vegas from Kyoto, Japan, two years later, then I went to Australia and made the most bi the biggest life-changing decision of my life? Come on now. You telling me, oh, uh, the, the, if it wasn't for the internet, who, know where, who knows where I would be right now? So I am unbelievably grateful. I nurture both. But for some reason, man, these online relationships, they're the goats. They're the best for me. Because for some, somehow I attract some of the greatest minds out there. Now, some people are going to come and go. Some people are going to do this. Some people are going to do that. You just have to understand that this is the world that we live in. So, hyper-connected, number seven. This is the second to the last. Now, it says, despite living in a hyper-connected society... We are more alone than ever. Do you agree or do you disagree? Now, hyper-connected. Always linked to people via technology. That's what it is. The cell phones, the this, the that. I'm literally a phone call away from calling my mother who is 5,100 miles 
away. Yeah. It's pretty amazing, right? But we're more alone than ever. Is that true? Oh, man. You know I don't believe in loneliness. You don't know I, you know I don't believe in depression. You know I don't believe in any of that. That's just a word. Again, you have a choice. Everyone has a choice. Now, again, some people, now I wouldn't say everyone. Now, unless you're the seven billionth person who's living in a cage somewhere in, 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 in Liberia, I think everyone who's listening to this right now, you do have a choice to make a change. I, do, I wholeheartedly believe in that. There's no such thing as being alone. People would say, oh my God, Arsenio, you live in your condo by myself? Oh my God, you're alone. Listen, when I come home, I don't want nobody home. I've been speaking all day. I don't want to come home and entertain again. Yes, there comes a time that I'm going to have to do that. But now's not the time. I need that space. I Well, at least I need a bigger home, whereas I could go into an office and do my thing and then come out and I could be in the living room away from technology and focus on this and be in the bedroom and create relationships with the people who I'm in, you know. You know what I, you guys know what I'm saying, right? You know, just being able to, you know, put all the technology in one room and over here create the relationships, over here do this, over here do that. That's all fantastic. So again, that's in the future. Am I alone right now? Man, you crazy. People would say, oh my God, are you lonely? I remember one girl I talked to. It was a very, very crazy situation, to be honest with you. And she was like, oh my God. Oh my God. So, oh my God. She's like, I, I don't even know what she was. Like, I I'm telling you, I'm not even going to tell you the entire situation. But let's just say I was in a cafe when I met her for the first time. And she was like, she first and foremost, she was very her, you know, and she wasn't even that good looking. She was gonna blah, blah, blah. anyway. So if we uh, you know, she was like, oh my god. So am I the first person you talk to like in six days since you don't talk to anyone? And I'm like, I wouldn't find that offensive. I just feel like that was like a ch a childish scathe at me. What are you doing, really? Yes, I'm alone. You're the first person I talk to face to face. You're out of your goddamn mind. Oh my god, I blocked her like within an hour. So anyways, guys. <laughs> <laughs> There's no such thing as loneliness. I don't believe in that, although I do love the babyface song. So going into the last one, number eight. I'd argue that social media actually promotes empathy. So guys, empathy is everything. That means emotional support and helps other individuals. It's like compassion, right? The ability to understand or imagine how someone feels is the definition, right? That's empathy, and that's what we lack in the world. You see what's happening in Hong Kong? No one wants to listen to them. You saw what happened with the marches out there in America? No one wants to listen to them. Kyle, oh, K K Colin Kaepernick. There we go. Colin Kaepernick? No one wants to listen to him to why he was kneeling. It was a much bigger vision. And now he's out of a job and never will get a job because of what he stood for. This is exactly what Dr. King and all the other people throughout our history had to stand for. And some of them died. Some of them were killed. And so... Guys, that empathy, just listen. In the movie that Remember the Titans, Gary Bertier, you know, he invited his friend Julius over. And he told his mom, he's like, oh, I'm going to, oh, I think he said he was going to go play basketball. Yeah, he was going to go play basketball. He's like, I'm going to the bridge to go play uh, basketball with Julius. And his mother was just shaking his head. He's like, Gary, what are you doing? She's like, mom, just get to know him. And she's like, I don't want to get to know him. Why? It was the style back then to hate a particular group of people based on what you were taught. You see what I mean? Oh, man, empathy is everything.
You guys need to learn and eat it. You need to sleep with it. You need to learn everything about it. With that being said, baby, we got those eight definitions down packed. We're going to be doing some reading. This had to be probably the most fiery personal development plus English language podcast I had ever done. And so this is a beautiful one. I'm going to share the hell out of it. So if you guys enjoyed this one, make sure you share it with all the folks out there. I know you guys are already doing that, and I just can't appreciate you enough. And Guys, have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. It's time to get into more of this social media stuff. I'm your host, as always. Over and out, baby.